Hi, I'm Eden Delaney. And I'm Eden West. In these next few podcasts, we are going to be bringing you different perspectives of what it's like to be in a suburban high school that values cultural integration. So go grab a snack. Maybe some popcorn. Sit back, relax, and stay stay with with us. Hey, everybody. It's episode three. Have you been here since the beginning? We hope so. If not, you should pause this one and go back and listen, because this is our last episode. Going back to our last episode, it somehow shifted from personal experiences in general to personal experiences with self-segregation. West and I noticed that we only had perspectives from people of color. While those were definitely very important since they usually experience the marginalization, we thought it'd be interesting to hear from a completely different perspective, a white teacher. What do you feel is the biggest factor when it comes to ethnic groups self-segregating from one another? There's a lot of factors. What's the biggest factor? I think some of it is exhaustion. I think it's tiring to be around white people (laughs) Um, and to have to perform an identity um, that may not necessarily be your identity necessarily of who you are. So I think there's, you know, parts of the day where you're just like, I would just like to take some time and be myself and and not have to worry about who I am in front of uh, a white crowd of people. So, yeah, I think that sometimes that leads to self-segregation. I also think that the, the comfort level in, and the welcoming nature of the space is another huge factor. So sometimes you simply, there is no space for you. It's not a welcoming space if you're a person of color. And so you need to create and hone out a space for yourself within the building. Um, and that's how, also how self-segregation can take place. Hmm. This whole interview was very interesting since that's, since that's usually not the response I get in general when talking to a white person. I usually get the whole, people just don't want to associate with each other, but they're still interracial relationships and friendships. Yeah, but what really stood out to me was when she said it's exhausting to be around white people because, well, he's white. And, okay, I don't mean to bash anyone, and I'm not generalizing, but I somewhat feel that. Like, I constantly have to prove my identity, and it feels uncomfortable doing so in a space where not many people will have a similar identity to mine. She brought that up, too, the whole unsafe space thing. There are certain places in this building where I can literally walk in, and there are only white people. And I don't really care, but I still get stared down because it's like, oh, my gosh, she really walked in. Yeah, yeah. Well, that kind of goes back to the first part of our podcast, you know, some of these unsafe spaces being our very own classrooms. Yeah, exactly right. She also brought up something really important I think we should also talk about. When answering a question, she mentioned how she would always strive to be an ally, which for one, I think is great because, you know, she's a teacher, but not all teachers in our school are allies. I know what you mean. It was actually another conversation students were having after the hate speech assembly here. Um, Most of our teachers speaking out against hate speech were either teachers of color or history teachers or even both. And I'm sure it's not that other teachers as well as other people don't want to be allies. Maybe they're just not sure how to be allies. She had made an interesting point 
and I hadn't seen it that way before. So we decided to go around the school and ask people what an ally should be. My question to you is, what would be your advice to white students mm -hmm. or even staff members who are trying to mm -hmm. be allies but don't really know where to start? I always say the thing to be the first thing to be an a white ally is introspection. Because you know how one of the parameters of the courageous conversations is like use I statements. And I really think that's important because I mean not only does it keep it local, personal, and immediate, but I think you're forced to think about yourself and and how whiteness is playing out in your life and how whiteness has given you privilege, but also how whiteness can be harnessed to help and not hurt necessarily, or undo the hurt or help with the hurt, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think the first step is you have to get to know yourself and be aware of how you how you understand your, your race and that whiteness isn't just normal and whiteness is not just, uh, you know, nothing. Like a lot of times, well, what are you? I'm nothing. Well, no, actually you're white, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? The first step is to be able to say, I'm white and that white is a race and that I'm a racialized being as a white person so, so I can honestly say that I was very happy with what our teacher said and I agreed with most of it really but just in case we decided to ask a student to see what they had to say about this have you made any connections with people of other races whom you consider allies today it's okay if the answer is Okay, well, I haven't done exactly much to reach out to find allies of other races because the past year and a half, I've just been focusing on myself. You know, who, whoever gravitates towards me, gravitates towards me, but I never, you know, specifically reached out. I do have a bunch of allies that I know of that especially I can go to within my race and out of my race, but I haven't done much to reach. All right. Uh, so if you were to reach out, what would be like a couple of the main things that you would be looking for in an ally? What makes an ally an ally to you? Um, someone who is willing to support me um, to the deepest level. Um, someone who is willing to take the time to be there for me um, and who I can go to and I know that no matter what I tell them it's safe and someone who genuinely cares because people nowadays don't really care that's the truth they don't care <laughs> so I mean people care but they don't. <laughs> right. We decided not to debrief because we wanted to leave this open to interpretation. Is there a perspective you side with more? What, what do, do you, you think, think an ally should, should be? be? Thank you for listening. Feel free to leave some comments or better yet, start a conversation. And, and remember, remember, that's, that's the, the way, way life is. is. But it can be fixed. <laughs> Thank you.